Hello, hello, hello. My name is Desiree Shaw. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw. I am a psychotherapist. I vlog and pod. I pod. I'm podding right now on mental health, particularly keen interest on men's mental health. I practice at the Priory and privately. And I am doing a series called The Tortured Superhero, which is about men's mental health, understanding what men's mental health looks like, and the link between the superheroes and Marvel comics and men. Men being the hero, as as we say, as women say, my hero. It's what we want, isn't it? I don't know. Today's podcast, relationships are not 50-50. What do I mean by that? Okay, so if you want to learn anything more about me before I go into this podcast, you can find me on my website, www.desireeshaw.com. We're all fallible human beings. Sometimes I trip over my tongue. And you can find me me on Facebook, Desiree Shaw Official. Come and watch my videos. I think they're pretty good. You might like them. Relationships not 50-50. The conflict of relationships, the role play, whose job is whose and the expectancy. I hear this so much in the therapy room. People believing about roles and gender, all this kind of nonsense, really. Remember, a relationship is something we form in our mind. We have thoughts about it because we're being fed information. My confusion is how we view our behaviour in relationships. What we judge from the other person's behaviour. Sometimes we think we're mind readers, we're, we're, we're body language readers, and we decide what somebody means by what they do. So women can determine that their partner is doing something or not engaging or not feeling something based on the fact that they've come in grumpy, as opposed to they just might be grumpy. Um, or something else might be happening. Often that is the case, particularly because men do not show their feelings. I made a video, I put it out today on my YouTube channel. Why men hide their emotions. So if you're interested in finding out why men hide their emotions, go and watch this video. It's about five minutes long. So firstly, I'm going to point out again that relationships are not 50-50. They're just not. Sorry to say that, they're not. For those of you who think, you go do your share. It's not. If you think they are, then you will find yourself tick-boxing, calculating, organising, antagonising, becoming very upset when someone does not live up to the expectation or the, the tick-box. We're people, you know. We are a whole person. We cannot be judged on one thing alone. We're a whole person, okay? This is the problem. This is where the conflict happens between men and women. Men are not from Mars and women are not from Venus. We all live on Earth. (laughs) The only thing that separates us is our mentality and our mindset and how we think about things. We are not from two different planets. We're not. I'm sorry. And as a woman, I know we suffer all kinds of hormonal stuff and physical things. But so do men. We just don't hear about it. And they don't think they should be sharing it. Because if they do, then they're not going to be men anymore. 
the moment they release an emotion, they transform from being a man to a pile of mush. <laughs> and that's why they hide it. Go and watch the video. I explain in better detail. So, often, a major issue in men's mental health, being a man, means to fulfil a role and control. Control. But, but... We live in a society where men and women have careers. They have goals. They can earn the same money. Women can earn more than men. Women don't necessarily need men in the same way that we did 50 years ago. We just don't 20 years ago. We don't. We can buy a house living it on our own. We don't have to be the cliche single mum living on the top of a high-rise flat feeling destitute and lonely, you can actually be a single mum and still be a career woman and do pretty well. So, it's different now. Taking financial care of the family is the responsibility now for both parents. When I was growing up, it was my dad went out to work and my mum looked after the six of us. You know, and I'm speaking heterosexual role playing here. You know, I... And I'm saying that actually, <laughs> but also in in same sex relationships, there are also set roles. If you know anything about the LGBT um, sector, there are there's set roles. The idea I do my fair share and you have to do X, Y, Z. I mean, who decides a fair share? Is there like a relationship committee where you sit down and you say, right, here are the ground rules. This is what your share is. This is what your share is. And this now I'm going to sign this decree. And this is a contract. Oh, not even a marriage. I mean, you know, it's funny when you get married. I remember when I got married and um, they they give the woman the um, certificate. The <laughs> and my husband went, why are you giving it to her? Said, because it's, it's my property. And I said to him, it's my receipt. <laughs> They give it to the woman, and um, apparently it's tradition. They're starting to change it now, well, for obvious reasons of change. But that's what they did. They would give the marriage certificate to the woman. It's property of you. <laughs> um, when a man feels his role is compromised, and or his doing outside he is doing outside of the um, gender role play or that things appear to be making him feel less than man less than man should actually make that a film then his masculinity is put into question and he is not what or who he thought he is or was purely because he's now less than man He's not doing all the things he thought he was supposed to do. He's not doing all the... He's not being the, the sole breadwinner. He's not being the person who's carrying this and doing... He's not being that role. So what now? What what happens now? So why aren't relationships... Why am I saying this? Why am I going against everything that we were taught? 1920s, women washing up. Men going out to work with briefcase. Because it's not based on your gender. You know, your relationship isn't based on your gender. I know, whoa, this is a bit scary. Am I promoting same sex? No, I'm talking about the relationship. You getting involved in the relationship. This is where we go wrong. Your role in your relationship isn't based on your sex. 
It's to support the building development work. It's to strengthen the infrastructure. Assess the areas of need and celebrate the wins and plan for the future in your relationship. That's your role. That's what you do. Your relationship is a partnership. There is no 50-50 in partnership. I don't know if there isn't. I don't care. But I'm sorry. I am really saying some things here. You partner up. You do what supports the partnership. That is not based on your gender. That is based on your commitment and drive in the relationship. Sometimes that means 80-20. Somebody's giving 80. Someone's giving 20. 90-10. 45-55. In multiple different areas. It's a continuum. Imagine this. Your relationship depends on you noticing what needs, support and and celebrations are required. And celebrating is very important. You can celebrate literally just waking up in the morning and smiling at your partner. And for you to do it, you've got to get involved. It is, quite frankly, your very own company. And you and your partner are seeing, you're seeing your way through the avenues and twists and turns and roads and mountains and targets together. Sometimes you might have to climb on his back. Sometimes you might have to climb on her back. Sometimes you've got to hold hands and really get up that mountain. Sometimes somebody might not be able to climb and you've got to find another way through. It's working in the best focused plan for the company that you're building, your relationship. Sometimes companies appear to be going into liquidation. You know, you hear about it, don't you? Marks and Spencers are going down. How many times have we been in fear that we're going to lose Marks and Spencers? We get really stressed out, don't we? As Brits, we're going to lose Marks and Spencers. (gasps) My gosh, we lost British home stores. It's just a name. You can make it again. You know, Woolworths. And sometimes companies appear to be going into liquidization and sometimes they just disappear because they've gone into liquidization. It can be your relationship. Your your relationship sometimes looks like it could be faltering a bit and you might have to just shut down a few other departments and work from within to build it up again or try a different strategy. Imagine this, you know, and this is so true because it, it may not work in some countries, but it may work somewhere else. Your relationship might not work in a country. It might be better off in that, another country. You've got to do what's best for the growth of the relationship. So imagine this. Imagine my surprise when I was in Jamaica recently and I saw a chain of Woolworths. I was like, what's Woolworths doing here? They closed that down years ago. It just didn't work in the UK any longer. It stopped. It works in Jamaica, though. My point is, you've got you to do what's necessary for your relationship. If that's what you're committed to. If you're not committed to it, then go. When we try to fit into roles and force ourselves into a shape that does not sit with us, it's not comfortable and feels like we're wearing somebody else's shoes and we can't run or walk properly in them because our feet hasn't moulded to the shape of the shoes. I That's one thing I really hate, you know. 
I could borrow somebody's jacket, you know, their scarf or their hat, even a top or something. But shoes, oh, I don't like it. You can put your feet in it and you've got to fill their mould. Filling somebody else's shoes, I don't like it. It's not even filling it. Sometimes you can't get it on. And then when you get it on, you can feel how they're t- where their toes are. I just, that's gross for me. It's just probably one of the most uncomfortable things you could get me to do is wear somebody else's shoes. I think I'd be so grossed out. But yeah, we try to squeeze ourselves into robes, which is like wearing somebody else's shoes and walking them. And then we trip up and we fall down and we hurt ourselves. We hurt the other person. This is where we get all confused. You know, one of the things I noticed with men's mental health, relationships play a massive part. It's massive massive part of our mental I think relationships are probably the major factor for our mental emotional well-being you know I think they override everything because your interactions with everybody isn't is key to how you feel because it's all based on you you know just recognizing that teamwork is dream work hmm it is, you know. Results are inevitable when you when you work as a team. When you team, you steam. <laughs> I made that up. It sounds good, doesn't it? I don't know if it does. When you tick box, it becomes a chore. It's a bore. When you tick box, it's a bore. When you team, you steam. Because when you're tick boxing, oh, you've done this and you've, you've done that and that's happened and this has happened and there you go and well done and there you go. Oh, that's not good. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. You get people get very pointy and shouty, you know. And I've I've found in past relationships when it became a tip box, I just wanted to leave. <laughs> I don't want to listen to you telling me what I need to do. I just want to do that. I I want to be fluid and supported, and know I can completely support. The funny thing is, when you completely support somebody, do you know how easy it is to support them back? It's so easy. When you're tip boxing, you're actually standing there with your arms folded with an expectation. Are you going to do this? Have you done that? Are you going to do that? Are you going to do this? And men who tip box themselves get frustrated because they're doing it to themselves uncomfortably because of the whole toxic masculinity thing. The frustration is, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this. I'm not tip boxing this. I'm not doing that. This is the stress. You know, we put ourselves through a lot of strip pain and misery as human beings. It's all in our thoughts, you know. That's all. Because of how we think. Some of us are better at some things, you know, than others. Well, I mean, that's true, isn't it? Somebody could be a better dancer or they can sketch better or better at computers, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't mean you're any lesser person because you're not good at something or you're not skilled at something. My husband, he's the train tech, the mechanic, and under no circumstances whatsoever do I even attempt an oil, ch- an oil change. I'm not ashamed to say it, you know. I actually use my gender as a means to get him to do it, not because I actually think he should be tick boxing it. I just want him to do it. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just don't. I've got no interest in it. Because he's much better at it than I am. And I'm not that invested in cars. You know. Out of stubbornness, 
I fold my arms and when he tells me and he shows me how to do it, I'm rolling my eyes looking up into the sky and he says, well, what are you going to do? What happens if I'm not here anymore? And my answer is, I'll just have to marry another mechanic. (laughs) He gets a bit annoyed. He says, one day I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, right. That's because his job is to be in the relationship. We're committed to the relationship. So he will. He will do it. Because I need him to. And the day when he can't do it, I will actually reluctantly change that oil. Pretending I don't know what I'm doing, even though I fully do know what I'm doing. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. But that's out of stubbornness, you know. I say to him, it's your job to take the rubbish out. And he looks at me and he takes the rubbish out. But I can still take the rubbish out. It's not a bad thing. I'm just getting him to do the things I don't want to do. (laughs) Doesn't always work, so sometimes I have to take the rubbish out. I'm a much better cook than he is. But I actually discovered he's got a few tricks up his sleeve too. He's just been pretending. (laughs) The little sod. And when he does make something, I'm like, why aren't you doing this more? And he gently averts his eyes to the TV and does that face as though he can't hear me anymore. You know, this is what happens. It's not a problem. He's not telling me it's my role. I'm just better at organising it. Same with the car. What he needs is to know that I've got his back. And we'll do what's necessary. And what I need is the same. The role playing isn't important. It's getting the job done. I'm actually much faster in the kitchen and organise things. And I can do a couple of meals And sort it all out. Whereas he can do a meal and it's just a horrible mess. Afterwards, you know, you've got to do all this cleaning up and this tidying stuff. I I can't be dealing with it. And he knows I'm probably going to make a mess of the oil change. So you just do what's necessary to support the growth of the company. And sometimes, when there's time, you do what you do. That you feel like doing, whatever it is. It's not all about belly laughs and flowers. In fact, I do not expect flowers. If he bought me flowers, I'd be thinking, what happened? Did somebody die? Are we going somewhere? Why did you do that? And what are you going to tell me later? That would probably stress me out. I would much prefer the belly laughs. Much prefer the belly laughs. I enjoy life. I laughing. Your relationship is based on your commitment to the company, the, which is the relationship. Going forward, the growth and the foundation, not the roles that you fit into the relationship. We're so confused, you know. So many of us are worried about the look. Oh, God. You ever watch those couples on, on, on Instagram? They're not even couples. It's normally one person in the relationship wants to demonstrate the relationship is a particular way. And it's just like, are you for real? You know? Somebody said to me the other day, well, how come you don't have any pictures of your husband? I do. But my, on my social media. But my social media is not about him. It's about me. I don't know. Is that selfish? <laughs> it's just how I see it. It's not what people determine my relationship to be based on what they see in a picture. In fact, I mean, it's kind of personal. So be very grateful if there's anything that you see. When you, when you stick value on the role play... 
you will disturb yourself. You will become anxious and angry and jealous and frustrated and feeling that you're, you're not achieving or you're lacking something. Men push their emotions down. Have a look at that video. Because they think they're supposed to because of the role play. But actually, we live in this world. Roles are for actors. Acting is a skill that is mastered. Life is just living. No mastery. Just choices. Choices based on your thought and your understanding of you. Learn your relationship and build from within. Structure your outcomes. Be in the moment. When you start worrying about the gender role play and where the relationship is going and how it's doing... Well, actually, wondering where the relationship is going is not a bad thing. But when you start structuring and ordering what people should be doing and how they should be doing it and when they should be doing it and on your fair share and the dick boxes... This is when you confuse yourself and this is when you will get upset and this is when you won't know what to do. This is when everything just feels really, really crap. And get people crying because, you know, he didn't do this and he didn't do this and what am I supposed to do? And why doesn't he do that? You know, so many people, the the <laughs> the behavioural experts, the ones who watch behaviour and decide to read, oh, he walked in today and he just sat down, that means this. Such a waste of time. You know what you can do instead of, like, guessing, trying to figure it out? Do you know what you can do? Ask. <laughs> it's good to talk since Bill Hoskins. Back in the days of British Telecom. It is really, really good to talk. Ask. And if he can't speak, recognise he's pushing down his feelings and he needs some tools to get it out. Men talk. Say exactly how you feel. What's going on? Because if you don't, you're the one that's going to feel the discomfort of that shoe that doesn't fit you. Walking down that road as fast as you can, chipping and slipping and pretending that you've got it under control when you actually, you haven't. So relationships are not 50-50. And there's no such thing as a great relationship I just think that's so dumb. There isn't. You build from within. What other people see based on what they think is going on has nothing to do with you. But that's a whole other podcast. This is the end of me podding for today. Have a look at my website, DesireeShaw.com. Go and check me out on Facebook, Desiree Shaw Official, and Instagram, Desiree Shaw Official. I started doing Thought for the Day. I started it yesterday. Because our thoughts are amazing. And I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time. And make therapy accessible. And it all starts with thought. So Thought for the Day. Go and check me out. See what you think of my Thought for the Day. You might like it. You might not. You might want to share it. Share this podcast. Share all the stuff I put out there. Let's let the world know that we can change it, just by thought. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And appreciate this Wednesday. It's Wednesday, hump of the week. But, hey, we'll deal with it. It's the end of the year soon. 
Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your day or get through it as best as you can. You might not enjoy it. You don't have to. Thank you so much. My name is Desiree Shaw. Bye for now.